everybody. What's going on? It's Jesse Lee. You can call me hashtag boss Lee or the people's mentor. And this is episode 368 of the show. This is actually an interview with uh, a friend of mine that I met on Clubhouse, believe it or not, but is also a network marketer. Maybe not believe it or not. A lot of people that are really cool I've met on Clubhouse. So if you met me on Clubhouse, maybe let me know. So it's a really great interview. It goes through all kinds of different topics, a lot of spirituality stuff, a lot of ways to scale your business. And I think a lot of you are going to love this episode. Now, maybe you can hear it in my voice. I didn't have my voice for quite a few days. And so uh, today's not a Monday, but I'm going to do my money giveaway. So my $100 giveaway today, you have 24 hours to claim it on your Instagram. You do have to be a five-star reviewer of the show on Spotify or Apple iTunes. You do have to make sure you are subscribed to the show and you do have to share the episode in your Instagram stories and tag some friends. So, um, by doing that, the winner of $100 today is ketokind.kh straight facts. If you're not listening to Jesse Lee, are you even running a business? And then like two little emojis that are like, hmm, hmm. Every time I hear her speak, I get the slap in the back of the head I need. Her energy and wisdom always pushes you to take the extra mile to follow your dreams. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love it. Thank you for your review. Um, appreciate you guys. I love you guys so much. And the more you share, I will keep sharing and resharing and sharing and resharing and responding to all of the times that you reshare my story or reshare the podcast to spread the news of it. I appreciate that. Feel free to text it to people. And I do understand that it obviously takes the extra 90 seconds or so to, uh, to go in there and type that review. And it does mean a lot to me so thanks so much i hope you guys love episode 368 of the show and uh, don't forget that if you want me to train your teams or companies of 100 or more people live you do have to have 100 or more people live all i need you to do is email ask jesse lee a-s-k-j-e-s-s-i-e-l-e-e like my name at gmail.com and we can get that set up love you guys appreciate you guys enjoy this episode of the show one boom what's up champions coach real here with getting real with real where we get real raw authentic honest and brutally transparent so that we can help you to be the best version of yourself i am so so excited about today's guest i'm actually you know what it's crazy like i don't know if you remember this jesse but i was like and i'm doing it again now i get like like i like i like you i think i'm like a fan of yours like i get nervous <laughs> around you i bumble over my words it's because like i watch you i'm so inspired by you so i'm so grateful that you took the time out of your life we have the amazing miss jesse lee boss here how are you jesse i'm doing great i'm doing great it's it's a good day here in texas sun shining you know, day before Easter Sunday. I don't know if you're religious, but I am. So I'm really excited for tomorrow, Easter Sunday. And uh, yeah, I'm good. I'm really, really good. Thanks for having me on the show. I'm excited to answer whatever questions you have. So yeah, let's rock and roll. Yeah, no, and I absolutely am religious, and I'm glad you said that, because so that's going to help me. I've been deciding which questions to ask, but that's definitely going to be one of them. So let's start here, Jesse. What I like to do, you are an absolute rock star. We're going to hear more about that. I mean, you're seriously, like, just tearing it up in the world of network <laughs> marketing. You're like a top income earner. You're doing stuff that people haven't done before. You're an absolute flipping champion. <laughs> Thank and, you. But take us back. Take us back to the five-year-old Jesse. I like to throw that number out there. What was it like growing up as a kid? What were your challenges? How did you get here? Give us the 411 on Jesse from five to now. Cool. So five years old. Wow, we're going way back. That's okay. I love it. So uh, if, if for people who don't know my story, I was uh, I grew up in poverty. So I was raised by my grandparents. Five years old, I was living in Middletown, Maryland. We had the smallest house in the neighborhood and... Uh, I was the kid that, you know, we just, we didn't have enough. We didn't have enough. And it's not that my parents, I don't, I, I, they worked hard. It was just, you know, maybe this is why I'm an entrepreneur actually, but they worked hard and never had enough. Worked hard, never had enough. Worked hard, never had enough. And maybe that's financially irresponsible. Maybe that's a combination of, you know, living expenses and who knows what. Uh, but for me, it was just not awesome as a child. But I did grow up uh, being raised by my grandparents. They came in and, you know, it was, thank God, you know, I mean, I have my Nana's signature love Nana tattooed on my wrist. Um, I'm the namesake actually of my mom and my Nana. So that's why it's Jesse Lee. Um, my Nana was Jesse, my mom's Lee. And you know, I just wasn't great, but I think that it not being great is the reason why it's great now. I think not being great. I think struggling. I think all of those things, I didn't know this until, you know, personal development, but all those things turned me into the person I am today. So I see a lot of tragedies and traumas and bad stuff. I literally am like, oh, that's a blessing. That was a setup for a blessing. And so, yeah, five years old wasn't great, but I, I mean, I don't know, you know, I was, uh, I didn't do anything 
I can't really think of anything I did too dramatically at five. Probably like that might have been when I had my first like green pepper stand or something on the side of the road. But uh, like from oh, picking, you're an entrepreneur at a young yeah, age. Yeah, huh? I, I would pick vegetables out of the garden and sell them on the on the side of the road. <laughs> But uh, aside from that, no, I don't know how much I was contributing to society. I was always a little nerdy kid and just wanted to make everybody happy. And, you know, yeah, I don't know. That's me. That was me. When did you find, like, well, you're obviously an entrepreneur like that. Um, now, you said you were a nerdy kid that's interesting to me because that's a trigger. Were you bullied or anything as a kid? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, basically? and I don't know that I was bullied because I was smart. I was bullied because I was poor. Okay, mm. so... I mean, it was kind of cool in a way to be smart in my school because we were like a blue ribbon school, whatever. Uh, I don't know about cool to be smart, but I don't think I was bullied for being intelligent. I was definitely bullied for being poor, my clothes not fitting, not being able to have school lunches. I was bullied for not being able to go on field trips. I was bullied for, I sent my dad to jail when I was nine, so I was definitely bullied for that. Um, I was bullied for all of these uh, things almost that were totally out of my control. And so people wonder why I'm so patient and so compassionate. And I'm such a person when I'm leading people, I'm like, I see where you are right now, but we can get you other places. And again, I look at the bullying as like, thank God, you know, like, thank God that happened because I know what it's like to sit alone. So when someone's in that spot where they're like, I'm alone, no one sees me, no one, whatever. I will be there for people. And I think that's what the foundation of my business has been built on. Um, now, it's a two-way street. If you want your sponsor to talk to you, you got to talk to your sponsor. They're not going to chase you down like a crazy person. But when I was a kid sitting alone, I would try to talk to people. I would try to say things like, hey, can I sit here? No, you can't sit with us. You know, hey, can mm -hmm. I hang out with you guys? Can I walk home with you? No, you can't sit with us. Hey, can I sit here next to you on the bus? No, go sit somewhere else. Um, so two-way street, you've got to communicate with your sponsor. But um no, yeah, I was definitely bullied. Definitely. So do you, do you think wow, it's interesting. So um so from what I just heard you say just there, Jesse, I think you so would you say that the the majority of your team um that you build are you are looking for for lack of better words the underdog to help them to be able to rise up? Is that would you say that's a correct statement? Um I don't know that I look for them. I think they see my heart in general, a general statement. I think the underdogs mm -hmm. see my heart and go, oh, I think I can win with her. Like, mm -hmm. I don't think I go after them. I think they seek me out. I think people who want better that have never had somebody really believe in them, they go, no, that girl, no, she's, she's the real deal. No, no, no. I, I feel safe with her. Mm -hmm. And I think that mm -hmm. that, uh, you know, I've never recruited a big influencer. I have yet to ever recruit a big leader who just comes in and blows it up. But I have the business and network marketing that everybody envies. You know, I True. shouldn't say everybody, but like, because uh, who knows? You yeah, shouldn't no, use globalizing no, no, terms. That's what you're saying. You know, and... Yeah. No, it's a true statement for Jesse Lee. And, 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 you know, to people listening or watching, what I want you to get, you know, I always had a statement with my kids, you know, be confident, stay humble. And, and some of you who might not understand you think she, she's cocky or something. She's not cocky. She's confident. And it's a very powerful trait to have. There's a big difference between confident and cocky, you know? So, and I love that. I love that in you. And there's my dog just keeping it real. She always wants to, she was oh, on the okay. cover of Soap Opera magazine Jesse uh, Lee was a diva. There you go. Trying to get. So so it's interesting because as you know, I mean I just uh did a podcast with with Angel Fletcher. Yeah. And um she like you which which is inspiring to me because um, just keeping it real, I was, I, and I've actually flipped just like that because I'm coachable. If I see something that I like and I go, hmm, there's something I'll flip. But prior to that, I was like, well, to build a successful network marketing business, you need to find a Jesse Lee. You need to find Oh, I used to think it too. You need, you need, I mean, yeah, you're, you're taught that. You're taught that. That's not your fault. You're taught yeah. that everything in network marketing until very recent history is go find, and look, I would love it. I would love for a big influencer to come in who's leadable, teachable, coachable, wants to run it up. Like, let's go. I am 100% prepared, 100 prepared as a leader to lead you. Like, bet, okay? Like, I'm not nervous about that. But, like, that is what 
it was in old school marketing. In old school network marketing, it was recruit up. Everybody said, go talk to the person who runs your church. Go talk to the big car dealer in your area. Go talk to the number one real estate agent. Go talk to these big dogs. Like that was the conversation. The conversation was, you know, bring in a big leg and then just recruit everybody. And I kept watching I kept, and I, you've been around long enough to know, you watch these people do that, bring in these big legs who just recruit people to recruit people mm-hmm. to recruit people to recruit people. And every two years, these, these people, I don't know what they're thinking, they're jumping to another company because they never had a business. Hello. They never had a business. They never had a business. They had a transactional spin them, hurt people, bring people in, don't care because you made a million dollars. I can't live like that. Like, I cannot... Tell a mom who is sitting on a park bench crying because she's tired and her kids are on the thing. And she's like, I'm so exhausted. I can't tell her, hey, look, $1,000, I'll change your life. I'm going to teach you, coach you, train you. It's okay. You don't know how to get to the next level, but I'm going to teach you. And then let them join and like throw them to the wolves. And that's what those old school networkers did. And I could not build in a profession where that's the only way you could do it. So when I came in, I'm like, no, who needs it? Who's hungry? I don't care where you've been. I care where you're going. Where do you want to go? Tell me where you want to go. And I will coach you, teach you, train you, lead you, mentor you all the way. I will not boss you around. But these people with this mentality of like, you got to recruit the big shot who recruits everybody who just tears down another organization and brings them into another one. Like, it ain't me. It ain't me. I know Angel doesn't build like that. And it seems to be shifting a lot in our space. Thank you, Jesus. Where it's like, okay, you say you have great products, then sell the flipping products. You know, network marketing got a bad rap, a pyramid scheme thing for a while there because people were running it like a freaking pyramid scheme. Those old school networkers, you deserve it. You deserve to be called out for your shenanigans. Oh my God, a cowbell. Oh Oh my God, I wasn't ready for a cowbell. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're, I, like, man, I think I might break my cowbell with you. This I mean, is, but it's real. Yeah. That is real life. Yeah. You were running a pyramid scheme. You do run scammy businesses. Me? No. So I'll fight anyone who says what I'm doing is a pyramid. Because, like, real talk, I, don't even go there with me. Like, we'll go on a whole other tangent. But, woo! No, ma'am. No, sir. Mm-mm. No. Not the, I'm not the one. Oh I'm not the one. So, I don't know. This is why I love you, girl. Because listen, I remember I've been watching, you know, I've been watching you. I study, if I find somebody I like, I'm, I'm going to study, dude. I, like, I, I want them to be in my, what I call my inner circle. My, that's what I fuel myself with. And I got to tell you, and I think you know this, but one of the things, I, I mean, talk about the, my podcast is getting real, raw, real. Dude, you are the epitome of raw, real, authentic. I'm watching you. you. You're in, I think you're in Costa Rica. Yeah. You're doing this live. Like you're barely dressed, but you like you don't you don't have no mate. Like like you're not one of these people that's gotta like get their hair all right. And I'm looking at her and I'm like, it's dude, is she even have pants on? I'm like, wait, but she's I don't think there, I did. I had, made, I had a I had a bikini on though. For anyone listening, I sound like I was a nudist on my video. I was in Costa Rica. I had a, a bathing suit on. Like yes, okay, I did not have pants. Yeah, on. no, she did. She did have clothes, but the whole point was like she didn't have her hair all done. She didn't have it like she was just real, dude. And it's like. Stuff was happening. She didn't. And that's a lesson in itself. And Jessalie, I, I wanted to share. This was a big thing for me because I was brought up with some like, and I've actually said that. I keep it real. And I love what Jesse Lee just said, because that's the way I'm building my business now. But I've actually said, hey, I'm looking for champions that, that want to rule the world. We, we don't have time for those customers, we'll come back and get them, rescue them, but I need the A team to go ch- No, bull yeah. crap, dude. Bull crap. But like, well, my thing is if you're a good enough taught. leader, then you'll yeah. create the A team. Like, yeah. take mm-hmm. the D team who is bent, I don't believe in broken people, super bent. No one's believed in them. No, like, awful backgrounds, but. They've got grit in here. They got hustle in here. They got heart in here. And they want the best for themselves and their families. I'll turn you into the A-team. Like, I mean, I'm sure you had a big march too. Just had the craziest march of my life. There are so many promotions I could talk about. But, like, I put this one on my Instagram yesterday. So I'll talk about it really quickly. This person is now running. Her name's Sydney. She's on. She's my most recent post. She just hit a rank with $200,000 a month turnover. She's 26 years old. I met her. She was an active drug addict. 
active addiction. I met her. I'm wow. like, oh, no, no, no. Seven years ago. I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God. Like, you thought I was looking. Uh, you thought I was pantsless in Costa Rica. She was pantsless for no reason in a trap house when <laughs> I met her, okay? I'm like, what is going on with this girl? This is terrible. And she was, so she was like 19, I guess, at the time. And just not, not anyone that would be on your A team. Not anybody that you. Not even on your at. Z team. No, you, I was like, hell no. I remember leaving that house, getting in the car and being like, because <clears throat> I was doing an at-home party plan thing, right? I left mm-hmm. that house and I'm like, oh my God, those, those kids are going to die. Like everyone in the house was high, right? So I'm like, they're all, di- they're all going to die. Well, now she's one of the top, she's the top leader. You know, drives a supercharged mm. Range Rover, has been sober since I put four people under her five years ago in a network marketing company. She's been sober for five years. Now she's on the A team. Mm. So That's it's like more cowbell. <laughs> so it's like, how do you move somebody from I I don't like my life and I've got nothing to give into yes, you do. You believe in them, right? You mm. give them belief, let them borrow it until they believe in themselves. She had to show up. She had to get sober. She had to she had to get on training so she was not personally developed. She had to get out of abusive relationships. She had to completely turn around her entire life. But she was hungry. She was coachable. She was leadable and I just loved her until she started loving herself and now she's like boom. Boom. Mm, and now it. she's so boom. inspiring to people. Because somebody who's literally at the end of their rope, in the gutter, you know, literally homeless at times, active addiction, can pull herself out of that because of this profession, a little bit of love, a lot of personal development, and a lot of just coaching and step by step by step, this is how we build. And now she's going to be a millionaire before she's 30. Like, I mean, come on. Well, and that's, you know, we're both believers, you know, if you think about it, right, that's, that's biblical, right? Look at what Jesus did. And, you know, as a matter of fact, I had a room last night and um, in my room, I, I made it in honor of Good Friday. And here's what the question was. And I want to ask you this question. Yeah. I said, I heard this once and man, I, it just, man, I, it, Jesse, it changed me when I heard this. And, and, and I heard this. I don't know where I heard this, but the, the person said, Jesus didn't die on the cross so we could be safe. Mm. He died on the cross so we could be dangerous. So my question to you, Jesse, wow. you're going out there building your business, changing your life. What does dangerous how how what does dangerous look like to Jesse Lee as she's going out there changing lives? Uh, I mean, dangerous, I guess, would just be taking a, a lot more risk. People ask me a lot of the time, what would you do? If you could do it all over again and you knew everything you know now. And I'm like, I would just go faster. I would just go faster. Like, what can you do faster? So people look at what I'm doing and maybe it's a little reckless at the amount I go live or the amount that I podcast or the amount that I show up. It's a Saturday. Like, what am I doing recording a podcast, you know, or whatever? Of course I'm doing it, though. Like, this is me. Um, And sometimes, you know, you can look at dangerous a lot of ways. There's been times when... People thought that I was being crazy, but I intuitively knew I was following my calling. Like I was in party plan, direct sales. I was 20, you know, 22 is when I started making six figures a year. And I was like, (laughs) I'm awesome. Found (laughs) network marketing, right? Uh, And I was like, oh no, oh no, 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 no. Like that's way better than what I'm doing. And I will never forget the conversation. People who have followed me for a long time know this story. But I was so unhappy on a terrible incentive trip in Chicago with my direct sales company. I had just been DM'd again about joining this guy's company. And I'm like, I'm not going to join your company. Like, it's not going to happen. And it was spinning in my head, though. You know, like, in that moment, I think sometimes you've probably heard this, but it's like everybody is recruitable for like that one hour sometimes. Even the most non-recruitable people, like there's that hour, maybe they're pissed off. And I happened to get a message in that one hour and I looked up a compensation plan in network marketing and I went, oh my God, what am I doing? What am I doing? What am I doing? 
instantly, I get on this tour bus because uh, we were finally eating after we hadn't been fed all day on an incentive trip. Red flag. Anyway, get off of it. And the vice president of the company steps out on the sidewalk with me. And she says to me, you know, don't do it. I said, don't do what? She's like, network marketing is so dangerous. And I went, what? So it's funny you say dangerous because she literally said it's so dangerous. And I went, what do you, what do you, like, I was like, how would she even, how do you know? How do you even know? I'm looking at network, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, how do you know? Because it had been like literally an hour, right? She's like, don't do it. Companies get shut down all the time. And then this was like the most, I, you know, when sometimes people say things and it's just burned into your brain, like a defining moment of your life, this was it. So she says it's dangerous. And then she says, you know what, Jesse Lee, you are good enough. You'll make a million dollars a year. You can make a million dollars a year. I went, and that's pretty much all my brain heard. My brain was like, yes, you know, but I didn't say this. I was, I was like stone faced, right? She's like, you can make a million dollars a year in network marketing, but what if it all gets taken away? And I went, And I don't know why in that moment it made me so ready to quit more than ever because the way my brain heard it, I don't know why, what my brain heard was you are good, think of it like this, you're good enough to be in the NFL. Imagine you have a son who's good enough to be a professional football player, right? Good enough to be like a a Tom Brady or something, right? Or it doesn't even matter if it's Tom Brady. Good enough to be a starter in the NFL. And she basically told me you're good enough. You're good enough to be as good as Tom Brady, but what if you break your leg? I would die knowing that I'm that good and I never, ever even tried and that's what people do. So I literally left, I was like, oh, don't worry, I'm not going anywhere. I literally go into the hotel, I'm like literally Googling like network marketing companies, seven figure earners, like like I'm like that Jim Carrey meme that night, like fine, I'm like, I'm finding a company, (laughs) screw this. You literally just told me that I can make a million dollars a year and you're telling me to give up on myself. And then I was doing the math, I'm like, I'm making... 200 grand a year here. So even if I make a million dollars next year in a network marketing company, it will take me five years to make the same amount, right? Mm -hmm. And then, so I have five years to find another opportunity, make another million. Like, anyway, it was dangerous. Everybody told me, don't do it. Don't do it, girl. Don't do it, girl. You're going to build again, girl. Don't do it, girl. I trusted in me. And so anytime you feel that, oh my God, just go, just go. It doesn't matter. Like people are out there really living for other people. Yeah, I'm telling you, they're really out there living for other people. They're really out there unhappy and they don't make a change, even though in their heart, they know they want to. Like at the end of the day, I get it. You love your husband. You love your wife. You love your kids. You love whatever. You are stuck with you at the end of the day. So at the end of the day, if you are not happy with who you are, do the dangerous things. Get yourself to the events that people tell you not to go to. Download the podcast of the person that everybody's like, don't listen to her, girl. Don't do it. Like, do it. No, you do it. You do it because you cannot turn into the best version of yourself if you are living somebody else's dream. It's not possible. So I make a lot of dangerous decisions and I like to live on the edge a little bit, perhaps. (laughs) But yeah. Oh my gosh, I've never, I'm just, this is so awesome. So, uh, and I, you know, you remind me, Jesse, when I, I remember I was 16 years old. Um, I was an extra in a movie, um, Harry Trace, no, uh, Space Hunter 3D. We had to get these freaking stupid costumes on every day, and you weren't allowed to eat because you'd mess your makeup on, and she just had to sit here like this. And then at lunchtime, they like literally, and so I'm sitting at the table and all the stars from the actor with Molly Ringwald and all that, they're, they're in earshot, right? I can hear them. Yeah. And they're talking about it. And, and at that moment, I had a God job about that. I was going to become a successful actor. And, and for some reason, I was always in the habit of speaking it. And, and I said, and I kind of was like, because I'm not trying to make friends with them, you know. And, and I was like, yeah, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move to Hollywood and become an actor, too. And these freaking people turned around to me and they looked at me. And they literally flat out laughed at me. And this one guy, I never forget it. I'm 58. And I was 16 when he said this. He said, he looks at me and he goes, dude, less than 3% of SAG makes a living. And this was in 81. He said, and 
There's no work for black actors. So, dude, why don't you just basically stay in your lane, go work at McDonald's? Why don't you be happy being Mr. Extra? And man, dude, I never said nothing, but I looked at him and inside I was like, like that, Jesse. I said, well, then I'm going to be part of that 3%. <laughs> Dude, and I, and I was like, dude, that to me was like, dude, it was like, dude, come on, dude, tell me no, please tell me I can't do something. Like now, I'm like, like whenever I get rid of, like, could somebody please tell me no? Tell me, <laughs> tell me I can't do it, right? Because like since that just fuels me that stuff. I I just love that man. And I like, love that and too I love because it's fight for people. Yes, it's so applicable to what we do here. I say that. Whenever I get like really feisty around the pyramid scheme thing, I'll, I rarely respond. But sometimes, like on a live video, I'm like, oh, <clears throat> hold my, hold my ketones. I'm like, I got something to say, okay? <laughs> like, it perplexes me that somebody could get on a TikTok comment, an Instagram comment, a Facebook comment, a YouTube comment, a comment, they don't they, they never do it in person. Okay, but like a something comment. Mm. They could comment, somebody would have the audacity to make a comment like only the top 1% are millionaires. I'm like Really? And So are and? you telling me I can't be in the top 1%? First of all, first of all, okay, second of all, how do you know? How do you know? Third of all, let's compare it to any other profession. Like, I'm here to fight. Like, let's talk about it. Why do y'all love real estate so much, yet 90% of real estate agents never sell a home? That's not a scam. You go and you get a job anywhere, a bank, a car dealership, uh, a restaurant, a whatever. Do you really think that someday you're going to wake up and be the CEO making millions? Or do you know? Do you know you're not going to and you're like, oh, but it's not a scam. You know, at least it's guaranteed money. Since when is waiting tables guaranteed money? Are you just lying to yourself to fill some kind of narrative that you feel like talking about? Because last time I checked, I waited tables from 13 years old until 22 years old. And last time I checked, it was never guaranteed people were going to tip. It was never guaranteed that people were going to show up and eat. It was never guaranteed that the coronavirus was, was not going to come and close down restaurants. Like, shut up. You know who I can bet on to get to the top 1%? Me. Me. You know me. Don't talk to me about what's guaranteed and what's not. The only thing that's guaranteed is what I guarantee I will do. I guarantee I will outwork people. I guarantee I will talk mm -hmm. to more people. I guarantee I will put out more content. I guarantee I will write my own paycheck. If I'm not making a million dollars a month yet, which I'm not yet, but I'm about to be, like I'm not there yet because of me. I guarantee I'm not there making a million dollars a month because of me, not because of you, not because the system's broken, not because network marketing's broken. No, because I'm not doing enough yet to make a million dollars a month, but be best believe I'm about to be. Best believe I'm stepping up my game. Like, this is the only profession I know of where you can be CEO. You can control your life. Nobody. You mentioned you're a black man. Obviously, I see you, right? Like, hello. Like, hello, right? Like, Guess what? Nobody said, oh, no, network marketing, not for you. You're black. But they said that to you in a profession that people say is a real profession all day. Still, Hello. you mentioned, oh, it was 1981. I don't care what year it was. It's 2021, and people are still racist. They still say that stuff mm -hmm. to people. And you're over here making it in network marketing. Why? Because you said you wanted to. It's the only non-racist profession 100% I know of. It's the only non-judgmental profession I know of. It's the only non-prejudiced profession I know of. It's the only profession I know of where you join at the same level I join at and you determine your own level. That's the only one. Don't fight me about network marketing. You will not win. I don't know why I want a tangent about it. No. I'm sorry. I just, I, I felt no, no, the no, need. No, I, no I, I love it because you and me are like, and you know what I love also, Jesse Lee? Every month, Jesse Lee starts at the same place as you do. Because our, our thing, they zero out. I love that. Every month we have the same. And, and you know what? Here's the thing. This will blow you away, Jesse Lee, talking about what you did. I had a champion in Alabama um, with my first company, and they had a $6,000 bonus every two weeks for the top for the top uh recruiter that week big money he was mowing he was mo yeah right he was mowing lawns in the heat in alabama right and he i think his average annual income was like maybe 28 30,000 he wasn't making a lot of money i recruited this guy i was blessed that he came on my team and 
He won three rookie bonuses in a row. Okay. That's $18,000 in his first six weeks, not including his salary. Check this out. This is how. Don't crazy. tell the MLM haters. Don't tell them. Don't let them know. A brand new person made 18 grand in six weeks. Don't let them know. Oh. They're going to start questioning themselves. You should be questioning yourself. You're not intelligent. Get with the program. Anyway, no, keep talking. No, exactly. No, and listen. No, 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 no. You're right because I love that you said because listen. So what happened? So one night my phone rings and it's him and his wife. Here's what he said, Jesse Lee. He said, Rail, we just wanted to give you the respect and give you a phone call. He says, we were online and we were Googling and we saw that less than 3% of people really actually make a living in network marketing. So we're quitting. What? I'm like... Are you are you shitting me right now? You're gonna let that take steal you, dude? You just made eighteen thousand dollars in six weeks. What more proof do you need? Yeah, but and he quit. He quit. Man, common sense ain't that common. It's funny you mentioned that right? because uh, there's this TikTok influencer and he went viral, right, uh, with my product, <clears throat> and. Instantly, in four days, he sold over $200,000 personally of our product. So we hit like a huge... So he messages me. He literally DMs me on TikTok because I'm... I, I mean, I am Prove It. I think everybody knows that. You think of my company, you think of yeah, me, yeah. you don't think of anybody else. They know who you are, yeah. Yeah, and uh, he's like, hey, I found you. Like, um, I just want to... This Is this real? And I said, what are you talking about? He goes, um, I mean, I have $20,000 sitting in my back office and it's been four days of business. Is this real? I said, well, first of all, bro, congratulations. I said, second of all, yes. He goes, I don't, I don't know. Like on the 15th is all this money really Cause he called me at the end of the month, last month. Uh, is all this money really going to go into my bank account? I said, yes, it's real. He's like, I don't, he's like, I don't know, even know how to, I can't even put this in words. Like I live paycheck to paycheck my whole life. My whole life I've struggled. My whole life I've struggled. And I put a video on the internet and in four days I made $20,000. I do hard manual labor every day of my life to be able to live. I can't take a day off. This has been here all along. I'm like, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. So Jesse Lee, let me ask you this because, you know, uh, we get it. You, you're like, you're a freak, you know, and I totally get that. I get up at one thirty every morning and, and you, you inspire me. People know who follow me. They're like, dude, what the heck? How do you do what you do? No, but you do more by 10 a.m. every day than I think 98% <laughs> of the world does. Now, yes, I get it. You want to be successful and you have that competitive nature you drive. But I know that in when we dig down deep, like, who are you fighting for, Jesse? Who are the <clears throat> champions that you're fighting for that gets you up every day and gets you to do stuff? Because let's keep it real, right? If you guys think, like the same thing I tell people to, if, yeah, yeah, you see me every morning in the gym grinding, you see me. I say, but if you think when I wake up, I just go, woo, let's go, let's go. <laughs> Dude, it don't happen like that, but I have no. something that drives me. I, what, did, what drives Jesse? What gets her up out of bed every day? What gets her to make that extra call? What gets her to make that extra video? What gets her to be on a podcast with Rhea when she has no time on a Saturday because she has that servant heart? What's that all about? That's a, that's a good question. There's a lot in there. So the first thing is I'll start with the last part you just said. The reason I do stuff like this, a podcast when I don't have time, a call when I don't have time, a live when I don't have time, uh, whatever, when I literally don't have time and I have to create time is because I read something or maybe it was from like, no, it was maybe like Sunday morning in a church, like adult forum, somebody said this, but like whatever you feel scarcity around, you need to give it away. You've got to give it away. Um, and so for me, it's not money anymore. But it is definitely time for me. And I now know that every time I show up and I give time, it is compounding in some way in my life. Now, when I first started in the business, that was not the case. I did not have money. I had an abundance of time. So I, this is a huge thing. Like anyone listening, like please write this down. I needed to compress my time frames. I had a ton of time. I did not have money. 
I needed to get around people who knew how to make money. I knew that two hours away was the number one earner in my first company. And I was so borderline annoying trying to get around her. I didn't even have a, I didn't even have a car that could drive that far. My car, I did not. I drove a Ford Focus. No way was it driving all the way over. I mean, it was like an old Ford Focus, manual, stick shift, breaking down all the time. Like, you, I'd throw it in, 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 uh, neut- in, in, in uh, what the heck? Yeah, neutral. To just coast down hills because I was trying to save gas money. I could not afford the gas <laughs> or the, 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 the chance of breaking down the side of the road to go there. But I would get on all of her calls. I would get on every single meeting she had. And then I would literally bribe people to take me there. Like, I was like, I can drive 20 minutes to you, but I cannot drive two hours. Are you going over to her way? Because I need to get over there. I want to see her work. And then I literally did manual labor for her. Like, everything. I'm not even joking. This, I've never even, like, really told the story. Anything that woman needed. Because I needed to know how to make money. Making money, it is not luck, people. It is a skill set. You can learn how to make money from people who know how to make money. It's why when people know how to make money, if they lose it all, they make it all again. Because it's a skill set. Just like you know how to brush your teeth in the morning. You learned. Just how you know how to do your hair. You learned. Just like you, you know, you did your hair so great this morning, right? Just how you went to the gym. <laughs> you learned, okay? It's a skill set. And so I went to her house all the time, whenever I could. It was like borderline hitchhiking almost, you know? Like, I'm like, are you going that direction? I need to go that direction. I need to get down to Annapolis, right? Because I'm from Maryland. So I get there and anything she needed, I would do her dishes. She didn't pay me. I would do her dishes. I would rearrange her stock. I gardened for her. I would wash her cars. I would sit in her office. I would do paperwork, anything. I didn't even talk to her because I was like, oh my God, no, no, no. I have literally nothing to offer her, but I can do manual labor. (laughs) Like I'm not too good to do manual labor. I got time. I ain't got money. I got time. I ain't got money. And I would literally show up and do all the stuff that I could tell was stressing her out. I would label her bags. I'd say, hey, what do you need? What can I do? She'd be like, uh, I don't know. Look, like, I, oh, well, do you want me to sweep? Do you want me to... I was literally like a freaking maid <laughs> every time I could go over there just so I could learn from her. Just so I could hear her on a prospecting call and close people. Just so I could watch her record a video and how she would deliver things. Just so I could see the organization of somebody's stock who runs a big business. Just so I could watch her interact with every, even the mailman. When the mailman would come, how he would talk to her, right? How, how, how she had an assistant. I'm like, how does she talk to her assistant? Oh my God, okay. Oh, I can like be an assistant. She's saying to her assistant, she needs to get this done, this done. I think I can do that. Okay, so she mentioned to her, but like, what if I talk to the assistant and I help her get this done and then she'll want me around even more? I made myself so valuable to her and I learned so many money-making skill sets that I started passing her, right? And now I destroy her. Now, I mean, now, I mean, we're different. She's still in that company because she's number one, right? Uh, But number one in Party Plan ain't the same as number one in MLM, baby, (laughs) baby, okay? Uh, Now I'm making like more in a month than she makes in a year. But you know what? At the time, at the time, That was like my, oh my God, like I've got to get around this person. So, but what I'm really playing for is there's, there's three sides of that. Number one, it's in the past. So I don't like really ever talk about, well, I kind of talk about this. I will every day in my life live to make my Nana proud. That woman poured into me. That woman raised me. She was in her eighties and my parents were unfit to parent And she came in and she said, you will be smart. You will be kind. You will be patient. You will be loving. You will, you will serve an abundant God. You will do all these things. She gave me a blueprint of my life of how a good person behaves. I never heard her. Now I am not as good as her. Oh my God. I try to get that every day. I never heard her speak ill of anybody. Never. She always was focused on core values. And so I think about her every day. I have an alarm that goes off. I don't even need the alarm, obviously, anymore. It's gone off forever. But um, every day at 9 a.m., it pops up, Nana, say a prayer, right? Every single day. Then I think about my present. Am I making myself proud? You see me doing all this work. Yes, I understand that. But I can't sleep right 
If I'm not making myself proud in a way where I know I live on the internet, if I'm going to tell you I'm doing all these things, I'm developing, I'm eating healthy, I'm taking my product, I'm prospecting, I'm blah, 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 and I'm not actually doing it, then my character is out of alignment with who I say I am. And I can't be that person because then I'm sleeping funny. Um, everything's falling apart in my life. I don't want to be that person. I want to be exactly who I say I am at all times. So I sleep with a very light head on that pillow every night because I won't go to bed until I'm proud of myself. Even if that's like, I'm so freaking tired, I will stop and I will read at least a couple pages until I get something because I have to develop. And then the third thing, I'm, I'm, I'm legacy all day. I'm legacy all day. I am playing for something so much bigger than me. So much bigger. I already broke the generational curses of poverty in my family. I broke the generational curses of, you know, getting married multiple times, multiple men, children with multiple people, multiple people, you know, the, the uh, physical abuse, the emotional abuse. I've broken all those crazy cycles uh, in my family, thank you, Jesus. I've been able to provide not only to myself, but also my siblings, my parents, everybody, right? It's been a blessing. But who is coming, right? They're not here yet. I ain't got no little babies yet, right? They don't have babies who have babies who have babies who have babies. I, look, it drives me crazy when like, I haven't heard it in a while, but I remember in high school and college, people would be like, I'm related to George Washington. Oh, I'm related to Pocahontas. I'm related to Napoleon Bonaparte. Well, I'm related to Christopher Columbus. What they freaking do? Who's your grandmother and why don't you know her name? Who's your mother? Why don't you know her name? Why, why is your father not famous? Like, has your father made no impact on the world? Screw all that mess. I want a Wikipedia page by the time I die that is so freaking long. My grandbabies, great-grandbabies, great-great-great-grandbabies, great-great-great-great-great. I want to be my family's Pocahontas. You feel me? I want to be the person that people are like, that's my Nana. Let me tell you. She turned the world on his head. Let me tell you about her. Oh, you, you worry about George Washington. You just been missing out on my Nana because hold on a minute did you know i'm related to jesse lee like <laughs> like that's that for me and if i don't show up every <laughs> cowbell i die if i don't show up or if i show up as like a diluted version of myself if i play so small if i play so small because why it's comfortable well then whose life remains uncomfortable because i am staying comfortable because i'm shrinking myself to keep other people happy no I have to get uncomfortable daily so that other people don't have to continue to live uncomfortable lives. And that to me is impact. That to me is legacy. And that's why I show up every day. Woo! Oh my God. Wow, man. I could, we're going to transition quick so I can get you out. Uh, I have five rapid fire questions. Jesse, I mean, I got to tell you, man, you, I mean, dude, I don't know, dude. I don't know why I'm getting emotional, dude, but you, I just feel just you, Man, I'm just, I'm grateful for you, champion. I'm grateful. I'm grateful that you're obedient. God is so proud of you, girl. I mean, you know, because you are, man, I'm, I, I just, I'm, I'm, I don't even know what to say right now, dude. But, you. you know, you do one thing you make me think of is, um, you know, one of the things I always say to people is like, you know, stop freaking reading history, dude. Stop talking about what you did. Just start. Let's start writing history. And that's just exactly what you're talking about. You know, it's like, it's like, stop talking about the freaking home run you did. You know, even like people ask me, dude, you're an Emmy award winning actor. Why would you do fucking network marketing? Oh, did I just say the That's fine. But you know what I mean? It's like, why? Because I ain't changing nobody's life, dude. I don't want to be, I don't want to be Grandpa Taggart on the, on the, on the porch saying, hey, daddy, tell me about another scene with Sonny when you were in the jail. No, I want to be Grandpa. Tell me about that girl that because you shared your story, she's now like not divorced. She's now not homeless. She's not like just that kind of stuff. And girl, you get me fired up. So anyways, rapid fire gets you out of here, Jesse, because I know there's, you got like a whole thing to do. Uh, who's your favorite superhero? Oh, my favorite superhero. Um, okay, well, this one just popped in my head, so I guess I have to say it. I, I was going to say Deadpool. He's just funny. <laughs> like, he's funny. He can, like, turn himself back. and He can, like, grow back. I don't know. He's inappropriate a little bit. I don't know. I like Deadpool. 
I, I, I can see that. Now, you get to be a superhero, Jesse. You have a superpower. What would that superpower be, and how would you use it to change the world? Oh, my gosh. My superpower? Uh, okay, I live in the future, so I wish I could really see the future. That would be really cool. Mm, nice. Who's your most influential mentor? Uh, still my Nana. But if we're talking network marketing, mm-hmm. I would say Eric Worre. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Hello. That's my uh, That's a cowbell. That guy is a champion. Uh, favorite book? Um, okay, this is weird because it's not a personal development book, but it's the real it's the real answer. Uh, it is Angels and Demons by Dan Brown. I don't know why. It's just the book. Like, I, I just, it like took me to a whole other place. But hold on, I'll give you a good one too because like whatever, you know, we should continue. Oh, hey, on. dude, if that took you, I'm going to read it. That's it my favorite book. Like, I don't know. It just like, took, I don't know. I've never had a book really encapsulated I've never, like I've never that, heard so. that. So I, I love that. What it's about really... as a kid, Jesse Lee? Did you read as a kid? And if Oh, so, yeah, I was always a reader. But I'll, I'll tell you the book that changed my whole life, though, was Secrets of Six Figure Women by Barbara Stanny. And mm. it's not even like a popular book. <laughs> never heard of it. But I've never heard of it. I'll, I mean, I'll tell you the whole con. It's the reason I'm in network marketing. Wow. I, I read this okay. concept of people hold on to their comfort zone, especially women. It's not a book just for women. All men can read it, whatever. But you hold on to your like the ledge of what you're comfortable with, right? And you know you want to let go, but there's like that hesitation where you're like, oh, but what if, what if I fall, <laughs> right? And so most people stay here. And if you would just let go, you might just catch yourself and you might fly. And I remember reading that and I was like, am I holding on to $200,000 a year? And if I would just let go, I could drive? And man, I mean, we all know what happened now, but I let go of that ledge, okay? And I, woo, I took off. So uh, the whole book is good, but um, that was just, yeah. But no, I was always a reader. I loved uh, the Little House on the Prairie. Were my, they, those were my favorite. I felt like I was Laura Ingalls Wilder. I don't know why, but I was like, well, I'm going to have a house on the side of a hill someday in South Dakota. <laughs> like stupid stuff. Good night, John but, Bob. Not yeah, I'm you. like, oh my God. Oh, a plague, a plague. Like, I don't know. I was very, I was very into Laura Ingalls Wilder. So if I ever have a daughter, I'm going to make her read that too. But uh, anyway. Love yeah. it. Love it. All right. Last two questions. Uh, last uh so what was your favorite gift as a kid as far back as you can remember and who gave it to you and why was it your favorite gift um so we didn't do birthdays christmas anything when i grew up because i was we literally grew up poor but i remember uh and i it's so i I should go to the closet and go grab it but um i got a um well i don't have the exact exact thing anymore but my nana bought me a little yellow raincoat when i was like four years old it was downpouring. She had come to get me to take care of me. And she's like, where is your raincoat? Where is your umbrella? And I'm like, oh, Nana, I don't have one of those. I don't have one of those. And she took me to some store. I don't know where. But she got me a bright yellow raincoat with like blue stripes in it. And when she passed away in 2017, uh, my best friend actually bought me. An, and obviously, I haven't had the raincoat forever. But I tell the story all the time. Because it's the first. It's like literally the first gift I remember anybody giving me. Um, being like, oh my gosh, you know, I took such good care of it. Cause I was like, oh, 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 oh my goodness. Um, and then when she passed away, <laughs> Courtney sent me, um, a yellow raincoat with blue stripes. And so I still have, have that. So yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I love it. All right. Last question. I like to live, I like to leave people with an action task. Um, in your opinion, Jesse Lee, you're going to drop them with an action, Jesse Lee action bomb. If they put it into action right now, not next week, not later on that you're you you believe their life will start moving in a better direction what would that action task be um i'll just give it to them on on social so i i've trained this for eric before but i say get fit every day that's facebook instagram tiktok and i would even challenge people further hit the live button on those things like i was just coaching a new recruit today i'm like why haven't you gone live She's like, I had my five conversations and, you know, nobody's really responding. And I said, go live. She's like, I don't have product yet. I'm like, I didn't say go live about product. I said, go live. Huh? Go live. People do business with people they know, like, and trust. If I don't know you, if I don't like you, then I don't trust you. And I'm not going to your link tree in the bio because I think you're a Spamala Anderson. I don't know you. I love live video because you can't fake this. 
If I'm over here tripping over my words, if I'm over here making a huge mess to myself, I'm pretending to motivate you or inspire you, and then I'm like a hot mess express, you're going to be like, that girl is not even real. She's a disaster. I'm not doing business with her. It's not to say I'm perfect. I'm, I'm a mess still, clearly. I'm like the hot mess, whatever. But like, that's me. That's me. You'll grow your business. People are always, how do I get leads? How do I get leads? When was the last time you were live? Oh, I don't do that. Okay, there's your problem. Whenever you're ready to be coachable and actually build a business, let me know I'm here. Okay? Okay. <laughs> oh my this, this seriously, oh my God, so good, so good. I, this is the best. All right, so how do people find you, Jesse Lee? What's your social media handles? Do you have books, courses? I don't, I don't think you do that. But if you do, you're happy to share that. And I'll put it in the description as well. <laughs> I do not have any books or courses yet. I have to, I got to figure that out. No, not right now. Everything's free in the, at the moment. So um, Instagram is I'm Bossly. I-M-B-O-S-S-L-E-E. Also TikTok, I'm Bossly. Facebook is Jesse Lee Ward. And you can always reach out anywhere. I'm very active on social media. So, um, oh, and then Clubhouse, you know, just bossly. Mm-hmm. I'm not on there that much anymore, yeah. but I got, I try to jump in here and there and say a couple things here and there and maybe I'll uh, host some rooms because I feel like the app's dying already. Do you? Um, you know what? It's just changing, Jesse Lee. I yeah. don't know that it's it's dying, but you know, I'm in some specific rooms that I found that I like. But yeah, definitely, champions. If you get on Clubhouse, make sure you find Jesse Lee and and follow her and ring her bell because yeah, she's not there. But man, I think you could all agree. When, when I she am, shows though. Up, she brings- yeah, she brings incredible value. So, champions, we are so grateful, me and Jesse, that you spent some time with us today. This was incredible. This was like, oh, man, we can't get enough cowbells. Please like, comment, share our podcast. Leave a rating on iTunes, Apple Podcasts. It really makes a difference. If you like to watch, and I highly recommend you watch this one, go to my YouTube channel. You can follow me on my social media. All my social media is at Rail Andrews. You can go to my website looking for some uh, success tips, free success tips. Book a call with me, www.rayalandrews.com. So with that said, champions, remember, you are important. You matter. You can do whatever you want to, champion. I will believe in you. Do you believe in yourself? Make the rest of the day the best of the day. God bless. Boom.